Sonny Sweeney brings us a little sunshine today on the Music Universe podcast. Oh, Matt, Sonny Sweeney is a name that um, if you don't know her, you need to, because she has a great song called From a Table Away that we didn't get a chance to talk to her about that I wanted to mention because we were talking about her new project with uh with Sirius XM and her new forthcoming album called Married Alone due September but uh, that's such a great country song and this interview she just talks so much about loving great country songs so I wanted to and, throw yeah. that in there somewhere so I'm going to do it right here it was a fantastic chat she has a new show on Sirius XM called appropriately sunny side up it's on Willie's Balloons for the show uh, plays music between the 1950s and the 1980s. A very interesting era in country music where we start to travel from very, very traditional to um, sort of outlaw Southern rock and then mm -hmm. kind of say lands with a thud at the urban cowboy phase, phase yeah. that is, you know, sort of. You either love the urban cowboy phase or you hate it, and there's there's no in between there. So, uh, right. and of course, to hear Sonny talk she's a very very big fan of of classic country music so this yeah. was this was a fun chat yeah now uh she can be heard weekdays from uh 6 a.m to noon eastern and it's uh, channel 59 and it's called willie's roadhouse and that's where you hear the grand old opry all the time and one thing we didn't get to chat with her because we kind of went a little long and had some connection issues um is she's performed on the uh opry 58 times as of this wow. recording so that's uh, make her a member already <laughs> operate there you go make her a member <laughs> so uh without further ado let's just uh, chat with sunny sweeney sunny sweeney welcome to the music universe podcast how are you doing i'm great how are you oh it's it's we're great and it's a pleasure to have you congrats on the new sirius xm show thanks isn't that like so out of the blue i just i'm i, I don't even know I, I don't think that it's set in yet and i've already you know done two shows now but um, it is, it is wild. I, I've been asked to do similar things before and I've always said no because I didn't love the music and I would feel mm -hmm. fake, I guess. Um, not fake, but just not true to myself mm -hmm. if I were, you know, pimping out music that I didn't love. And so when this appeared out of the blue, I jumped and didn't even think about it. I just said yes before I honestly knew even what I was getting into because that's that's like that station and 60 are the two, 59 and 60 are the two channels I listen to all the time. So <laughs> and real country music. I mean, I love real yeah. country music. Yeah, I know. I, uh, I have a subscription. I love um, my first love of Sirius XM was Hair Nation. <laughs> and then it it moved to um, like volume. So it's like the music talk, which Matt and I have dreamed about maybe having a show on there someday. And uh, the Garth Channel too, which plays a variety of stuff. But Prime Country is my favorite as well because of the 80s and 90s. But we get even more old school with Willie's Roadhouse. And yeah, that's kind of so what you're into. Yeah. I mean, I love, I don't, 
the joke is because I said this in an interview a hundred years ago, but I said I think they quit making good records in like 1981. And <laughs> in the last the last like really great record was Waylon Jennings Live in 1976. And which of course there's amazing records. So that's just, you know, I'm I'm not serious. But um right. for me if I had to choose one album that is my favorite album of all time, which is really hard to do, it would be that one. There's not a bad song on it. Waylon is such a beast. And uh, it's got this time on it, the live version of this time. Um, you're a musician, so you'll, you know, like the guitar tone at the end of the song on the live version of this time, if you go to where there's exactly one minute left, Mm-hmm. It it is the most badass solo outro you've ever, in my opinion, that I've ever heard. <laughs> so right. I love it. And and that's uh that's kind of rare for country music. I mean, he, obviously he was an outlaw, so it was more of a kind of he did his own style of country, but you mostly hear those types of solos like in in rock. So it's kind of neat to be able to go back to the 70s like that and hear cool he, he, music. Yeah, he, yeah. And also his drummer, um, you know, he had on that live album, you can hear like the hi-hat a lot. And I always Mm -hmm. call it hi-hatitude because (laughs) because I love, I love hi-hat. I sing to hi-hat, you know, the tempo, I sing to that. So, um, so anyway, it's kind of weird, but those two, aside from the songs, I love the hi-hat because I'm a dork <laughs> and I love the guitar tone because I'm a dork, but whatever. Well, I mean, you know, I, I'm always fascinated uh, that non-drummers know what the parts of the drums are because mm-hmm. sometimes I'll just play that or play that, at least my experience playing with people. But to know the difference between that and know that that's what is driving the tempo too is just what kills me well also i stand in front of drums for a living so (laughs) i like knowing i like knowing which part's annoying me like (laughs) (laughs) as opposed to the whole thing it's just kidding i'm kidding drums are drums are so significant in a sound and i feel like you know i've had some really amazing drummers and i've had some really shitty drummers so Mm -hmm. um it can make or break. They they drive the you know the entire ship basically. So yeah. if the drums are off, boy, it can go wrong real quick. Oh, absolutely. <laughs> That's true. That is true. So tell us about the curation process. How do you decide what you're going to play? How do you decide who you're going to talk to? Tell us about the process of creating this show, Sunny Side Up. Well, it's just a morning show with, you know, basically just 50s to 80s country music. So just what I feel is the most selective or, you know, the most carefully selected songs to basically put out into the world Mm -hmm. to make hopefully a new generation of people love the songs that I've loved my entire life. Yeah, and it airs relatively early for West Coasters, but from six a.m. to noon Eastern, uh, Monday through Friday. Correct. Mm-hmm. Yep. Four hours a day. Oh my gosh. 
I'm, I'm I've turned into a vampire. Trust me. So, <laughs> so fifties through eighties country music. Is there anyone you feel from that time frame that just hasn't gotten their due, and that you kind of want to focus on featuring on the show? I honestly could. I told. You know, I told them when I got hired that I could play five days a week, you know, the entire time, Waylon Jennings, <laughs> if they would let me. And, um, and of course, that idea got shot down. But, um, but I do, I, I don't know how to say this, but I'm, um, I'm very much a creature of habit. <laughs> and I just... I feel like if something's not broken, then you don't need to fix it. So, you know, if Waylon Jennings is perfect, in my opinion, I think we should just play, you know, a lot of Waylon. But, um, but I do feel like the people that I love, you know, that I look up to, Tammy Wynette, Loretta Lynn, um, Merle, Waylon, Johnny Cash, uh, Chris Christopherson, Willie Nelson, the people that, you know, sang the songs that like say something, which was pretty much all of them back in the day, you know, mm -hmm. they had a point to the song, a beginning, a middle and an end, which is why I love country music from the beginning is it tells a story and you can put yourself into the story. Um, so in answer to your question, I feel like the people that I love, I feel like have gotten their due. Uh, definitely. Um, but of course, there's lesser known people that I would love to, you know, play more Jack Green. I loved meeting him. He was so sweet, you know, and, you know, definitely a household name in the day. But, you know, I want to make sure that 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 people like that, the Opry stars, especially never lose, you know, the fact of being known. Mm -hmm. Right. All right. And uh, one cold quote I'm seeing from the press release is you said you never thought your wildest dreams Willie Nelson would be your boss. Are you kidding me right now? Like, I just cannot even like, I can't, I don't understand. It has not set in <laughs> and <laughs> it just hasn't set in. Uh, I've known who Willie Nelson was before I was born, you know what I mean? And, <laughs> oh yeah. And, and I'm from Texas. So we are instilled with a little tiny chip when we're born. It's like, you will love everything Willie Nelson does, you know, like just right. by nature. I mean, we just love Willie Nelson. He's a, you know, he's a, he's a cultural icon now, but I mean, he's a music God. He's one of the greatest writers of all time, you know, just, amazing i have a friend that actually plays bass in his band and um he's just like it is so wild like playing you know what i mean like he goes i'm playing for willie nelson and i'm like i feel the same way i'm a he's my boss like i don't <laughs> i've never had a boss really but now i have a boss you know so um it's just weird it's crazy i love it so much Does maybe he it will set in eventually i don't know does he give you any uh tips towards uh your show or anything oh no um i'm gonna actually hopefully i've met him a couple of times in passing um prior to this but i'm hoping to see him again at some point but uh no it's it you know i haven't yet at least i hope that i mm. get to 
I would take all of his advice. Hell, I'd take, I'd play him 24 hours a day if they'd let me to, but, or maybe just a split down the middle, like all day Mondays, Willie, all day Tuesdays, Waylon, all day Wednesdays, Willie, all day Thursdays, Waylon. They have enough songs. I mean, you know. <laughs> oh, yeah. Even, even songs they're not singing, they probably had a hand in writing at some point. Totally, totally. Oh, yeah. Oh yeah, I uh, I remember the story of uh, Dean Dillon borrowing a lick from Crazy, uh, or had given Willie the lick from Crazy, and he used it on a song for George Strait. And George was like, "That's the lick from Crazy," and he's like, "Yeah, no, I gave it, I gave it, <laughs> I gave it." Um, Dean, you know, Dean said, "I gave it to Willie, so he won't mind." You know, you're just, kidding! Just, I didn't know that. Nope. Nope, that that's the that's a true story. I might have bungled it a little bit there, but that that was the the juxt of the story. They were they're working on a musical about Dean Dillon and his life, just as a oh, quick wow. aside. And there was a very very early preview a few years ago when the Opry had Opry City stage, and I was living in Manhattan, and we got invited to go. And he just played and told stories. Dean Dillon did, and he told that wow. story about. Ah, Willie won't mind. <laughs> so, <laughs> so that's, that's awesome. crazy, man. Oh my what gosh, a what a writer! So oh, let's yeah. talk about your music because hey. I, I, I think uh, the first song I heard was "Drink Myself Single," and I have to tell you, I just I was like, okay. She's on to something. I mean, very <laughs> traditional, but so freaking badass at the same time. I mean, thank you. you strike such a wonderful balance. Hmm. Well, thank you. I um, I do love you know a country song as we've discussed, and so you know my parents are divorced, and so I had my mom's house, and then I had my dad's house. And at my mom's house, we listened to, you know, Kenny Rogers and, you know, George Strait and, you know, Merle and Waylon and like the things that like shaped me, you know, <laughs> and then at my dad's, we listened to Tom Petty and Neil Young and, you know, those, those types of, you know, Crosby, Stills and Nash, like the, that kind of Jim Croce, all that <laughs> would be considered rock or Americana, I guess now. Mm -hmm. um, actually, some of Tom Petty's stuff is country, but anyway, um, and Stevie Nicks and Fleetwood Mac and stuff like that. And so I feel like I got an equal, like right down the middle dose of loving country and loving rock. And I've never expressed in writing how I am influenced by the Tom Petty stuff and the Stevie Nicks stuff and all that. I've never done that because I've always just been like, you know, trying to be the torchbearer for country music, you know, and mm -hmm. stay so true to myself. And, you know, I love country and I didn't want anybody to think that I did anything else because I'm so country, you know, blah, blah. But, I just said, you know, screw it this time. I've, I wanted to, I want everyone, I have nothing, nothing to, um, 
not hide, but I mean, like, I want people to know that like, that's what made me like, I feel like the rock element of, you know, Tom Petty, like Mike Campbell is my favorite guitar player. He's Mm. ridiculous. And his guitar licks shaped the way that I want guitar players in my band to play. So, you know, and the tone that he has, I am a guitar like tone, you know, just freak. If, if your tone is bad, I, or if someone's tone is bad and it's not beefy enough and it's just too thin or like, there's so many things that can go wrong with guitar tone in my opinion. But, um, anyway, Mike Campbell's, you know, and, uh, his, his guitar tone and his licks like that shaped how I want my band to sound. So if you have a country band with a steel player and, you know, a badass like bass player with, you know, and then you have the three part like Bakersfield harmonies and like, it sounds so good. And then you have this like killer guitar player that's, that's rock and blues and country. I feel like it adds a lot to your music. And, and that's honestly, that's the way that I went with this one. I split it right down the middle and I did half the songs are super, super country and half the songs are something new. And I hope that it, you know, entertains my current fans. And I hope that, you know, maybe people that don't like country, maybe will find it or something. I don't know. Um, because I feel like it's so close. Like those are, they overlap so much. Yeah. Yeah. All of the genres now kind of overlap. And, you know, my grandfather was in a big band and it's called the bill blast big band. And he was the only musician really. Well, I have a couple of musician guitar player cousins and uncles, but he played like in a band and uh, he did not like country music. He made it very clear to me (laughs) and he said, but I'm going to come see you because I love you obviously. But one night he pulled me aside and he said, he calls himself grandpa. He talks in his third person. He said, grandpa doesn't really like country music, but he loves Buck Owens. (laughs) (laughs) I was like, well, I hate to tell you that's country music. (laughs) Newsflash, <laughs> popster. <laughs> yeah, I uh, I grew up on rock. My dad took me to my first concert, Van Halen, at four. And um, out of all the times to leave, I wanted to leave in the middle of the drum solo. But he always said, <laughs> "You're you're a rocker. You're not country. You're a rocker." But he was right there to see me play every time I was playing, or yeah, you know, being my roadie. So I, I can relate with that and um, just adding that element of rock to country just does something for me. Me and, too. And, yeah. And, and this album, Married Alone, that's coming out later this year, we're going to hear a lot more of that, I presume, with that. Oh, I hope so. Have y'all not heard it yet? No, I didn't get a chance to hear it. No, we didn't get it. We just got everything yesterday, and it's been. Oh, so okay, busy, but, but you yep. did get. You got a link to it and everything. Yes, yes ma'am. Okay, cool. I would love for y'all to hear it. I would love for you. I would love for your opinion, especially if you like rock and country kind of mix. Mm-hmm. You know. Oh yeah, well, it, it's out uh, September twenty third, and uh, married alone. That's an interesting title. What uh, can you explain the the history of that? So, um. 
there's 12 songs on here and 10 of them, you know, I wrote or co-wrote and two of them I did not. And the way that I choose songs that I did not write for an album, because I always want the best song. I don't care who wrote it. I don't care if you wrote it or your mom wrote it or your sister wrote it. I don't care. I just want songs that make me feel something. And, uh, and so anyway, I, my friend sent me this song as a complete work tape, just a guitar vocal. And before I got through the song, I, I said, can I put this on hold? Like I'm, I want this song. I want it. Like this is, I had just gone through my second divorce, which is mm-hmm. so country singer of me. I know, but, um, <laughs> I was feeling it, you know, and why did I get divorced? You know what I mean? Like I was feeling all the reasons behind it as I was listening to the song. And I know that a lot of marriages are pretend a lot of marriages. You are just faking it, not faking it, but like, you're just like complacent and just sitting there and, you know, blah, blah. And for whatever reason. And, and that's all I could think about in, in that song when I heard it. And so that was in April of 2019, I think when I heard that and, um, I kept it on hold and I had the writer and, you know, the writers like text me, are you right? Are you recording this? Cause we're going to pitch it to other people. If you're not, I was like, yes, I just don't know when I'm making a record. Please do not give the song to anyone. And so, um, anyway, Fast forward to August of 2020, we decided to go into the studio during the first year of COVID because whatever. And so we went into the studio and recorded it. And while we were in the studio, after we did the rough tracks, I just got this wild hair and said, you know what? I'm going to call Vince Gill and see if we can make this like with him singing on it too. Cause his voice, I thought immediately would just peak over mine like so perfectly. And so I went outside and I called him and I, I fully expected him to say no, just to be clear. But, um, he goes, hell yeah, I'll sing on it. And I was like, (laughs) are you serious? He's like, hell yeah. So I was like, okay, well, um, I'll have my engineer send it to your engineer. He's like, cool. When? I was like today he goes, cool. So it just (laughs) happened like really fast. And, uh, and he is, he is like, he is so special to me. I love Vince Gill. And anyway, we were having a hard time getting all the record done and things kept happening and COVID and blah and you know, whatever. Well, then our engineer got electrocuted and Mm. lost both of his arms. Yeah. He was in the hospital for a really long time. And so, um, I just had a priority check and, you know, said, screw this. Like everything's on hold. I let's get, let's just figure out that first. And then we'll figure out what's going on with, with my music, which is so insignificant compared to a human being losing an arm and possibly being on the verge of death. Like we didn't know. And I just had an immediate priority check and uh, I still get chill bumps. I just did when I said that, just the fact that that really happened is so bizarre. Anyway, 
So bless his heart. He's fine now or not, you know, not fine, I guess right. is not the right word, but he's alive and he's grateful and he's amazing. And he's such an inspiration. Anyway, fast forward, we end up putting everything on hold for a year. So then we finally got the record done at the end of last year. So it's a full on by the time it comes out two and a half year process. So I couldn't decide on an album title because I, I went through about 10 of them and then I wanted something that encompassed everything. And I kept going through one word titles that would be like, you know, devastation or just like all these like one word titles and nothing. It all sucked. Like everything I was thinking of just sucked for one reason or another. And then my, one of my, um, consultants, it's one of my best people in this business that I consult with about everything. He goes, why don't you call it married alone? And I said, Hmm, that's pretty badass." And I was like, is that weird? Like, is that weird to name an album that he goes, no, he goes, that uh, would make me want to pick your album up. <laughs> so, yeah. um, so yeah. I was like, it just clicked. It just clicked. And so I was like, yeah, that's it. That's the album cover. So we went back. I had already done the whole artwork for everything else. And I went back and changed the artwork, changed everything, changed the idea, changed the order, like everything changed. And, um, now I'm thrilled with it. I'm thrilled with the fact that that's the album title. And I even had to call Vince and be like, is it, is it okay if I make an album title, a song that you're on? He's like, hell yeah. <laughs> he, he is so agreeable. <laughs> he is the nicest guy <laughs> in the world. <laughs> hell yeah. Well, that, that would give me anxiety to just knowing that I was picking up the phone and calling someone of his stature to, even answer the phone is amazes just amazes me he is literally the most down-to-earth human being in this business that i know he him actually like there's a couple of them but he is i would say one of my five very very you know well-known friends that is truly the most down-to-earth he just he is so chill so cool you know, yeah, a hell of a guitar collection too. Yeah, I went, I've seen it. <laughs> this is funny, actually. Um, he has, you know, a lot of guitars and stuff. And, um, this is, I guess this is okay if I tell this story, but, um, I was writing with him one day and, uh, and I called my dad, he like stepped out to go get a coffee or something and called my dad. And I'm like walking around, you know, looking at all the guitars and, you know, awards and stuff. And, my dad's like, you know, you're probably on camera right now, don't you? <laughs> like, <laughs> like, just like nerding out <laughs> over this guy's collection of stuff. <laughs> Nothing wrong with that. Oh, man. No. Oh, man. <laughs> Nothing wrong with that at all. Um, so, Matt, I know we're having some connection issues with you. Um, but I wanted to talk about touring. Um, you've got a slew of dates. Uh, this likely will have aired by the time most of these have occurred, but um, you're supporting the album. It looks like with some dates this summer, anything 
for the fall yet? Oh yeah. We've got, um, so the whole month of July we're gone and then I'm back for two weeks and then we go to Europe for a month and then we come back for three days and then we have Americana Fest and then the day Americana Fest is over, we, which is September 20th. We go on tour basically because that's when the record comes out. Basically, right now the dates go through the end of or the middle of December. Oh wow! Yeah, so wow. it's a lot. I mean, it's we're jokingly but also seriously calling it the tour that never ends. <laughs> <laughs> well, that's a good thing because you've had that's a good. couple years off due to the pandemic. No shit, so. that's what I keep saying too. I'm like, you know what? I don't even care. Like, sign me up. If we can work, I'm working, <laughs> pal. <laughs> well, that's fantastic. Of course, we will listen to the album. We'll do, uh, and we'll let you know. I'm sure it's fantastic. Uh, this, I can't wait, and I'm sure we'll catch you. If you're doing that many dates, I'm sure you'll get somewhere near one of us. We so, are uh, actually near both of you, if you're in D.C. and Bakersfield. Where are you I hitting am, in D.C.? Uh, I am checking. That'll be the right city now. winery. Oh, City Winery, of course. Um, okay. Um, I don't see Bakersfield on the list yet. Do you, are you playing the Palace, Crystal Palace? I'm, I'm sure we will. That's where we play when we're there usually. So, um, oh. But that'll be later later in the fall, I think. So we'll be awesome. there for sure. Well, well I'll have to uh, reach out and hopefully uh, get to say hi in person. Yeah, Let's... y'all. I mean, y'all have my info. Just hit me up, whatever. That'd be great. We will. Awesome. We will. All right, Sonny Sweeney, this was fantastic. Sorry about my issues. For whatever That's reason, okay. the last couple of, of ones we've done, my internet's given out and then, oh, hi. And Doug, hi, hi Doug. Doug. Yeah, Doug wanted to be known that he was here too and a good boy. Hi, Doug. Oh, oh a little boy. Uh, love anyway, those little dogs. He's so oh. sweet, y'all. Oh, my God. Well, um, thank you so much. And I can't wait to see y'all in person. Can't wait yeah, to see you. Definitely. Really, Can't really wait. Uh, appreciate the conversation and yep. uh, we'll, we'll see you down the line. Great. See, see y'all line. soon. Love that album title. Married alone. Such a, uh, create such an image in your mind. You know exactly what kind of relationship that is mm-hmm. when you hear married alone, such a, a great name. And so fun to hear the story of how that came to be. Oh, excuse me, I'm yelling because it's hot in here. Oh, yeah. now you're making me yawn. Don't. <laughs> such a such a fun such a fun story to figure to find out how she figured out that title. Now, let me ask you: When I had texted you, hey, do you have this contact information for Sunny Sweeney? I'm hearing her on the radio here in Nashville, and I'm loving it. See, I always when somebody's had a career for longer than you've known them, and then we end up interviewing them i always feel guilty that like i had my point of discovery when i had my point of discovery and not sooner but i think that's the great thing about music is it doesn't matter when somebody became a known artist it matters when you start to have that connection with them and the music yeah because it creates a special bond you have with them and their music like we chatted Mm -hmm. as you saw like we've known each other yeah, and uh, we we just obviously chatted, and the the pro 
about this job is we often do get music ahead of time, but sometimes the con in some ways is we don't have enough time to really discover it before we get to chat with the artist because it's a quick <laughs> turnaround with, with that. And um, I'm excited to hear it and uh, mm -hmm. share our thoughts with it on a, perhaps a future episode where you and I can maybe just kind of review it. Um, but yeah. uh, you have to pick it up. It's coming out uh, September 23rd. And uh, that's a really cool story. She told about Vin Skill joining her on this. And uh, tour dates uh, as of this recording are lined up through August 5th with uh, that have been announced at least. And she said more in the fall. So you'll have to check out her website, uh, sunnysweeney.com slash tour to find out when she'll be in your area because you're going to want to check her out. All right. Well, for the Music Universe podcast, I'm Matt. And I'm um, Buddy. Thanks for listening and watching. And be sure to check us out at themusicuniverse.com for the latest news, reviews, and more. And uh, be sure to hit that like, subscribe, and share button at themusicuni and tmupod.com where you can hear more of these episodes. Take care. Uh -huh.